0: Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy and Wise podcast series, brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to a new podcast series. My name is Thad Ismark. I am a senior financial planner at Baltimore Washington financial advisors. In this series of podcasts, we're going to talk about selecting your state of residence. First, we'll talk about qualitative reasons briefly. We'll touch on the quantitative reasons, reasons that you may want to select a alternate state of residence than your current state of residence. We'll talk about relocating, and then we'll also talk about snowbirds ...and some other things along the way. This is going to be a multiple podcast series, so stay tuned and watch out for the podcast to come after this podcast. Some of the qualitative reasons you may want to relocate or change your state of residence, specifically in this case in retirement, could be financial reasons. Uh, We'll talk about many of those, but also a change of pace, change of scenery, weather, whether you don't like the cold or you like the hot or you like both your health. Many places offer great health care, some not as great as others. So that may be a reason to get the health care that you need. Family, maybe you want to be closer to family, and maybe the culture. First, let's talk about quantitative reasons that you may want to relocate. It could be estate taxes. We'll talk about those briefly, uh, as well as income taxes, social security, if you're concerned about income or social security, if it's taxed, Or if it's not taxed, retirement income, will that be taxed? Some states do and some some states do not. Property taxes, sales tax, cost of living, all of these reasons are qualitative, quantitative reasons that you may consider relocating. We'll touch on many of these in this podcast. First, let's talk about the estate tax. What is an estate tax? An estate tax is a tax due on your estate when you pass away. On the federal level, there is a federal estate tax. The tax rate is 40%. That is a tax due on anything above the federal exemption amount. The federal government allows you to give away while you're alive, after you pass away, combination of both, $12.9 million. If you're married, each of you has, has that exemption. So together, you have close to $26 million you could give away. And that can be, again, while you're alive, after you pass, combination of both. You won't have, each of you do not have 12.9 million to give away while you're alive and while you pass away. It's just a combination of both of those. The exemption amount is that 12.9 million. Anything you give away above that 12.9 million, 25.8 if you're married, is taxed at that 40% tax rate. Some states also have an estate tax. Maryland, if you're a Maryland resident, has an estate tax exemption of $5 million. If you're married, each of you has that $5 million exemption amount. Anything above that can be taxed up to 14%. It's anything above that exemption amount. It's important to note that each of these exemption amounts are portable. What that means is if you're married, when one spouse passes away, the surviving spouse can obtain the unused exemption amount of this deceased spouse. So if a married couple on the federal level did not give away more than 12 point or did not give away or use any of their exemption amount while they're alive, the surviving spouse now has an exemption amount of 12.9 million plus the deceased spouse's 12.9 million. The IRS also says you're allowed to give away $17,000 each year, next year it's gonna be 18 in 2024, $18,000. You can give away 17 in 2023 to any person if you're married, each of you could give away $17,000 to any person and as many people as you'd like without having to worry about that exemption amount. If you do gift more than $17,000 in a single year, you must file tax form at tax time showing that you used some of your lifetime exclusion amount. That's that $12.9 million. If none of that was used, when you pass away and you're married, your spouse can obtain that unused $12.9 million. On the Maryland level, the exemption amount is also portable. It used to be that it was not. Several years ago, they changed that. But up until that point, if you wanted to use some of the deceased spouse's unused $5 million exemption amount, you had to plan for it in your state documents. Currently, you do not have to plan for it. Surviving spouse can obtain the unused $5 million exemption. You just have to have your CPA or you do it at tax time, elect the portability letting the IRS state of Maryland know that you're electing to use that portability provision and obtain the unused amount. Up until 2016, I think it was maybe 2014, the governor at that time raised the exemption amount from one million to five million, slowly over time. So by 2019, the Maryland exclusion was five million from the $1 million exclusion amount prior to 2014. At that time, some people were moving out of state because they were concerned about passing away in the state of Maryland, having an estate above $1 million, and then having to pay an estate tax on that amount above $1 million. Maryland was kind enough to slowly increase it. 2019, it's $5 million, but it has not been changed yet since. And there have not been any cost of living adjustments as there have been on the federal level. So it's important to understand that these laws will continue to change. But some clients, some people were moving out of state because of the estate tax. So you may be concerned, if you're concerned, with an estate tax, then you may want to know what states have an estate tax. States that have an estate tax, and it's important to note that these states vary. The amount, the exclusion amount varies, and the rate varies. But all of these states have an estate tax. Connecticut, District of Columbia, that's Washington, D.C., of course. Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington state. All of these states have an estate tax. And I'll say this throughout the series, do your own research. If you're researching and you come across a ranking that has an estate tax ranking, for example, understand that the states vary, like I said, and the rates vary, the amounts, the exclusions, and the rates. So just because Maryland has an estate tax of $5 million, exemption amount of $5 million and tax rate of 14%, Well, if your estate is below five million, married, if you're married and it's below 10 million, then you may not be too concerned about states that have an estate tax because you probably aren't gonna be affected by it. However, if your state is above the levels, understand what those exemption amounts are to see if you need to worry. Also continually review the estate laws for the states that you're looking at. For example, New Hampshire, or I should say New Jersey, recently had an estate tax. They eliminated the estate tax. Now, New Jersey only has an inheritance tax. What states have an inheritance tax? States that have an inheritance tax include Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, Nebraska, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. It used to be that New Jersey and Maryland were the only two states that had both an estate tax and an inheritance tax. Now, of course, we're lucky enough to be the only state that has an inheritance tax and an estate tax. However, like I said, Maryland... It's very favorable in that they have an exemption amount of five million, 10 million if you are married. Also favorable, relatively speaking, is the inheritance tax. The inheritance tax is only on non descendants. But what is an inheritance tax? It's kind of the opposite of an estate tax. An estate tax is a tax due on your estate when you pass away above a certain level. An inheritance tax is a tax due when anybody inherits something from a resident of that state. So if you pass away in Maryland, and you leave something to a friend, non-relative, or a niece or nephew, which is considered a non-lineal descent. Those are the most common. Wherever they are in the country, they are going to have to pay an inheritance tax on what they receive. Again, it's only a friend and niece and nephew. These are non-lineal descendants according to Maryland law. If you leave something to a child, aunt, uncle, brother, sister, parent, grandparent, no estate taxes due in Maryland. So it's very favorable. But Iowa, Kentucky, Nebraska, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania they have inheritance taxes, but they're not the same as Maryland. So you need to understand what those taxes are and who it applies to if you are thinking about moving to any of those other five states. You may not be considered or you may not be concerned with leaving any money to your heirs and having an inheritance tax be applied. Some folks are happy to know that they're leaving something to the heirs and then those heirs should be happy they got anything. But if you're concerned about the tax due, understand who get who it applies to and what that rate is. There are some exceptions as well. For example, in Maryland, if parents leave a house to non-relatives who are gonna take care of minor children, the, the recipients of that house, that inheritance do not have to pay a tax. So there are some exceptions as well, but be mindful of what states have the inheritance tax and what states do not and what those tax rates are. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next podcast about selecting your state of residence. We'll talk about more things to consider and more rankings. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.